Hey, Mom Betches. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom Betch Podcast. I am your host, Celia Bogarelli, and today I have to kick off saying, go Detroit Lions. I'm now officially a football fan, and I really hate to admit this, but Taylor Swift may have something to do with it. The amount of Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey content that consumes my social media feed is astronomical, and I don't even click on it. It's just being fed to me. But because of it, I find myself actually like wondering about this team I had no interest in previously. And now I've created this like whole concept in my head that the Kansas City Chiefs and the Lions are going to the Super Bowl head to head. And I can't stop thinking about it. I am obsessed, okay? Because I think Eminem, hands down, is the best lyricist on the planet. He trumps Taylor Swift. Anytime, any day, any second of the week. And there is nothing I would love more now than to watch Eminem 313 them off the football field. And I have no hate to the Kansas City Chiefs. I have no hate to Taylor Swift. I just want Eminem and Detroit to crush them. Anyways, I'm obsessed. And now I'm just like waiting for this to happen. So Sunday is just going to be very important to me because it's one step closer to watching my man on the big screen for another week in a row. Outside of that, another exciting thing, this morning, Lakin was like poo-poo, poo-poo. And he said it before and we've catered to the idea. We're not trying to potty train. We're not trying to force it. But I do have like a kitty potty that goes on our adult toilet. It's not one of those little ones that like sit on the floor because they gross me out for whatever reason. No judgment if you're using one. I totally get it. But today he sat on the poo-poo and he poo-pooed. Like what on earth? He's not even 20 months old yet. I'm so proud of him. Like listening to his body like that, I'm just constantly surprised and taken back every time he shows development and milestones because he's just trying so hard and he's just the coolest little dude and I'm just so proud to be his mom but today was really cute I was like I'm not ready for you to potty train like mommy still needs to do your diets but buddy if you want to poo poo in the toilet good for you have fun with it anyways Today's episode is going to be something that I think brings all moms together. Mom guilt, okay? And it's not just generic mom guilt. I'm going through my mom guilt because I want to get this off my chest. And also, too, I want to make sure that other women know you're not the only one that suffers from this shame on a day-to-day basis, I feel like it's so hard, even without being a mom, just being a woman, to live up to your own expectations because we constantly have this like internal dialogue telling us that we are not good enough. And especially it's so sad for anyone to ever think they're failing as a caregiver because we're not. And I feel like a lot of research has been done to define like guilt, right? Like obviously it's like a core emotion. It's something to do with like our social behavior and it's all based on whatever social norm or like self-imposed standard we've created for ourselves. 
And I just want to eliminate it as much as possible because I don't want to adhere to whatever cultural norm or this like internalized idealization of what a good mom is or what good parents do. I want to live my life based on my core values and I want to bring in tradition. I don't want it to be triggered by society because I feel like there's so much pressure out there telling us that we need to think a certain way, do a certain thing, make a certain amount of money. Mom guilt is a very natural experience, okay? And if you consider all of the competing responsibilities and expectations in our lives, there's literally not enough hours in the day to do everything. And if you think you should be doing it, I want to tell you, I'm right there with you. I think I should be doing it too. But the math does not compute, okay? Yes, there's going to be certain expectations. Yes, we have responsibilities with our children, our partners, our friends, our colleagues, parents, siblings, you name it. We're on top of it. But I always go back to this. We are unique individuals ourselves and we have needs of our own. Okay, mom betches. So get ready, buckle up. I'm diving into all of the mom gals I feel. And I hope you feel a little like empathy on yourselves that you're not the only one. Before we start, I just have to say 2024 is the year that I'm going to try to peel back the onion, aka the stress, because it's had such an impact on my physical and mental well-being in 2023. I have had so much stress and adrenaline and hormones, I think even just coming down from childbirth that it sent my body into constant fight and flight and it was not healthy, okay? Like I felt like I was fighting off this bear or I was running for my life every single time I had time to be in my own head and think and I needed to uncheck that box because I was literally living in perpetual stress and it was like this constant cycle, My body could not relax. My body could not appreciate the moment. I cannot live on edge like that anymore. I cannot be tense. I cannot feel like I'm about to lash out. And mom bitches, I'm not going to feel guilty for doing so, okay? There are long-term ramifications if you do not let the chronic guilt and stress wear off your nervous system. We are not meant to live in fight and flight. We are not meant to constantly be triggered. It is like honestly, in my opinion, a chronic disease and a mental health issue. If you are in fight and flight all of the time, if you feel anxiety, if you feel depression, if you see that your increased blood pressure, your heart rate's going more than normal, like it's time to check yourself and it's time to go seek medical opinion because Everything that we have to do on top of mom guilt, like it's going to leave you feeling like there's no space for your own needs and it's just a vicious cycle. So with that said, here's just some of the mom guilt I feel on a day-to-day basis and I just got to get it off my chest, okay? So number one, working late. I don't know what it is. I start to feel stress around like 4.30 PM every single day because my brain switches to 
Lakin's one years old. He's been at daycare all day. Is that normal? Like, does he need mom? Like, is my kid just being raised by strangers? It's so unhealthy, but I just like my body wants to go get him. And I feel a tremendous amount of guilt when I have to work or I have something late. Even if it's my husband picking him up, I feel guilt that it's not me doing so. And it's something that I'm working on because a job's a job. And most of the time, even if I can pick him up at like 4.30, he wants to stay and play. And like good for him and good for me for recognizing that he actually has fun at daycare. But for whatever reason, I just cannot not feel guilty. Another thing is like ordering takeout. I've always wanted to like be the mom that cooks every single night, be nutritious, have a rainbow on your plate. And sometimes it's hard when you're tired or you have a bad day at work or you just got nothing to give. And obviously, like, I'm thinking, like, okay, I got to make this, like, nutritious dinner. I got to do all these things. But I find myself, like, sometimes doing takeout. And I try to make it healthy or I try to make it something that he likes. But I feel guilty. Like, should I? Let me know. Another thing I've always felt guilt with is, like, a child-free vacation. Last year, I won President's Club. I didn't win President's Club. Excuse me, betches. I earned, okay, President's Club last year, and I went to Mexico, and it should have been a trip to just zen, okay? I just had a baby, I got my mamba, I had my cocktails, I got my girlfriends with me, and I felt so stressed the entire time because I was like, oh my gosh, I got a child under one, and I'm not home with him, and I can't enjoy this vacation that I earned from working so very hard. And this year, if I get to go on that trip, I'm going to enjoy myself because Lincoln's okay with dad. Lincoln's okay with his grandparents. He's having fun. He can FaceTime mom. Like these are the things like I'm contributing to my family's financial picture. Okay. Why can I not enjoy like looking forward to time away from my kid or from my family? Another thing is like, if I get really aggravated because I'm not getting as much sleep, like, and I snap at James and it could be something as silly as like he put the dish in the sink, but not in the dishwasher. Like my mind goes, no, I should be appreciative because he contributes, you know, and, and I should be the one that's taking better care of the house. And it should be my job to make the house clean because you know, previous to having Lakin, like that was my gig. I'm just saying that it's okay to divide and conquer. I'm not there yet. Like I'm having a really hard time with swim lanes and like letting go of control. Even James taking Lakin to daycare this morning, he was like, it's just easier if I just do the morning. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I'm like, no, you can't take him to daycare. I got to get my car drives. I got to like talk to him. I got to give him kisses. I just can't let go. And I get cranky because I need the space for myself. But at the same time, I don't want to give it. Anyways, another thing that I feel guilt is when I have like a dozen of unread texts from like friends or family, or I have missed calls and then I get too busy or I'm sidetracked. And then next thing I know, a couple days go by 
And I just feel this immense guilt that my loved ones need me and I should be taking more time for them. But in the moment, it's not that I'm not, it's just I have so much going on that I'm so overstimulated that I just can't do another thing. And those are just a couple things that I go through on a day-to-day basis. And I think that that's probably normal, right? Like, I hope so. Exhausting. Like, I'm tired right now just talking about it. Okay. I want to think of a few more because I think it's important that we talk about this. Like, I think it's important to recognize mom guilt. I also think it's important that we question, should we be feeling this mom guilt? Because if you think about everything that we feel guilty about, it kind of contributes to like the idea of perfectism. Like in order for us to be that perfect mom in our head, we have to do all of these things. And it kind of goes back to like setting realistic expectations and honestly, like seeking support from your friends and family when you're not sure, like having an accountability partner to kind of check you. I have a girlfriend, Erin, and whenever I'm feeling like underlying stress and I need a reality check, she helps me celebrate the successes and focus on my self-care and I instantly feel at ease and I instantly feel motivated and I instantly feel better. Everyone needs an errand. And if you don't have an errand, I will be your errand. Like if you go to the mombatch.com website, I have two sections, submit a story, ask a question. Like I really want you to be a part of this journey with me. So feel free to submit your things so that I can connect with you so that you can be featured on the podcast and we can have conversation because all women deserve a space to talk, to feel heard. And I want this podcast to be that space. I want everyone to have an errand. Speaking of having a good friend, I think it's important to be a good friend to yourself, okay? I think it's important because you cannot forget about your self-care. Like, obviously, you have to take care of yourself mentally, but you also need to take care of yourself physically and emotionally. And I think it's very fundamental that we focus on those things so that we can find inspiration in our day. Because we have so many things we have to prioritize that sometimes it gets our spirits down. And we need to find things, whether they're small, whether they're big, whether it's exercise, meditation, like spending time with your loved ones. We need inspiration in our day. And I really want to focus right now on like, how do you ignite your life? Because it's something that we don't do or we put on the back burner. And I kind of want to 
go into like the power of self-inspiration because there's always something that sparks inspiration in somebody. Like I have another girlfriend that I was on Instagram this morning and all of a sudden I see her beautifully playing piano and singing. And I'm like, I had no idea you were a musician. And her response back was, I love piano. That inspired my day. Like if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling unmotivated, just find that spark within you. Okay, like listen to the rest of this episode, because I really want to go deep into the understanding of like the importance of inspiration. We need to fuel our souls. We need something to propel us forward. We need something to push us so that we can achieve our goals. And it's not always easy to find. But when you do, it can be a game changer. So if you're asking like, okay, Celia, you say all these things, but you're on your own journey. What self-inspires you? Music. I've always been a musician. Music, number one. Podcast now. Like listening to other people's stories, listening to what's going on in the world. Sometimes even the news. Just seeing the reality of what's going on in this world and how I can help benefit others by spreading information. Like all of those things in particular, like go back to like my passions, my values, my aspirations. And those are the type of things that make me come alive. Those are the reasons why I made this podcast. These are the reasons why I made this journal because there are things that truly matter to me. And I found myself being the most inspired when I find myself the foundation to build my own life. And I want to resonate my authentic self because a lot of times we're trapped in the corporate world. We're trapped in mom life. I'm talking like Miss Rachel. I'm talking about SEO, but like no one gets to know me and I want to be me and I need a space to be me. And I feel like once you gain the clarity on your values, that's when you start to set meaningful goals. And that's where I think journaling and planning really plays in because now you have direction and purpose and now maybe even a chance to achieve because you have the inspiration behind it and then you just are able to break your goals into like smaller more manageable stops and I think in general like just celebrate your milestones like because it's not the destination it's the journey sometimes okay and I want to talk about the power of positivity right because I do know that if you can find that inspiration and find that positive mindset, it's going to impact the ability to inspire yourself. Like you are going to start to surround yourself with people that uplift you, influences that uplift you, people that practice gratitude, people that are thankful that you're in the room, people that are thankful they have a relationship with you. And you start to focus on the silver lining in every situation And you turn your challenges into opportunities. And like I said before, challenges are opportunities for growth. Like let go of your ego, bitch. Because self-inspiration is through learning. Like you have to embrace a mindset to have curiosity. At work, I always say not everyone has the curiosity button. But you need the curiosity button because you should never stop seeking knowledge. Whether it's through books, podcasts, courses, like conversation, The more you learn, the more you're inspired, and the more you'll be knowledgeable enough to open up your own doors and expand your perspective 
on what is possible, okay? It's important to acknowledge, obviously, there's always going to be setbacks. There's always going to be failures. Like we are inevitably on a journey that is not a perfect world, right? But instead of viewing things as roadblocks, see them as lessons. Like resilience is crucial. It's a crucial trait. It's something that we need to teach our kids. We, in pursuit of finding a fulfilling life, need to learn setbacks happen. We need to adapt. We need to keep moving forward. We need to be that positive force for our children. We need them when they look at us to say, you are a strong mom. You are a beautiful mom. And you do the things that you need to do to make sure that I have what I need as a kid. And we can do that if we are inspired, okay? So now I want to talk about the impact of like passion on inspiration. Going back to my girlfriend, like when she said, I love the piano, like find what you love and pursue it wholeheartedly. Hobby, career, like passion fuels motivation. It really does bring you a sense of purpose. And if you feel like you haven't had a sense of purpose for a while, like really ask yourself and sit down and say, like, what am I passionate about? Like, what is going to give me the energy so that I feel like I can be limitless? And a lot of that's just within yourself, within self-care, within just like your core values, your traditions, your physical and mental and emotional well-being. Like all of the fundamental things help you sustain and develop that inspiration. So prioritize those activities, right? Like for me, on the weekend... Last weekend was like just the best day. Like Lakin was taking a nap with James. I went downstairs. I have a new gym in the house. I'll, I'll post it soon. But I got on my Peloton for the first time since having panic disorder. And I did a 30-minute Cody ride. And it felt so good. And then I went and I took a shower. And then I came back downstairs and I went in my sauna with some red light therapy, and I just chilled. And then after that, I got out of the sauna. I did my goshwa, and it was just magical. I changed back into clothes, and I just felt so powerful because I spent the time to exercise. I spent the time to meditate, and I was ready to spend more quality time with my family when they woke up. And it's all because... I took the time to have a little bit of self-care for myself. Anyways, this is a lot, right? Like I'm always going off on tangents, but I think there's a lot to think about here. And I want you to find a way to start writing this down for yourself. I say it all of the time, like pen to paper is how you create change in your life. I have to put in a selfish plug that I'm also very excited because I got feedback that not everyone wants a 10 by 10 mom badge journal, but the six by nine is now out on Amazon for $39.99. And it is so freaking cute. I actually kind of might like it better than my bigger like workbook. Either way, journaling and taking the time for your mental state is actually very powerful. And I think it will help you if you don't know what is your passion, if you don't know what's your driver for inspiration, like just taking the time to write things down 
is going to help you determine your next steps so that you can move forward in a very healthy, positive way. So even if it's not mine, like go find a planner this week and go buy one because it's incredible and it's going to help you. Either way, blah, 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 blah. As we wrap up today's episode, I just want to leave you with a challenge. Like take one small step today to inspire your life, whether it's setting a new goal, whether it's learning something new, if you're practicing gratitude. I just want you to start a journey towards being more inspired and having a more fulfilled life. So on that note, thank you for joining the Mom Batch Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe leave a review, share it with someone who might need a dose of inspiration today. Until next time, remember your life is your canvas. You have the power. Let's paint that bitch with inspiration and purpose. Mm -hmm.